Merrimack defeats UMass tonight. The final score is 11 to 2. With us, the head coach of the Warriors, Mark Dennehy. And uh, well, first of all, I don't think that anybody could have foreseen this coming. But uh, off of last night's game, you had a very emotional game against Northeastern, an emotional win, and you needed to come back and respond tonight, and you did do that. You know, we did. Um, I thought it was a, a, a. I thought we got better as the game went on. Um, you know, I, I thought we got off to a good start, obviously with the goal. Um, and I thought we got a little careless. Um, but at the end of the day. The pucks were just going in, and um, you know, I mean, the shots were close to being even after two, and, and we're up seven two, I think. Um, you know, this, you have those days. You don't have enough of those days, trust me. But you have those days. So, puck was going in. We took advantage, and um, I thought our best period was the third period. Of course, it's a lot easier surfing when you're when you're up seven two. Yeah, the key to the game probably, it seemed to me, the first uh, period, late in the first period, we had those two power plays and scored on them. I mean, your power play has been so good lately. You, you, at one point, I think you were in the 40s in the in the nation, ranked 44th or something like that. Now you're close to, if not in the top 10, and the penalty kill has been good all the way uh, since the beginning of the year. If your special teams are on, you're a tough team to beat. They, we are. We are. And, um, again, I give credit I mean, the players at the end of the day are getting it done. So Joe Kanad and the penalty killing unit, Elliot Sheen, Carter Madsen, uh, Fraser Allen's been playing immense uh, stalls. And then uh, on the power play, um, you know, you want a good power play, recruit good power play players. But um, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention Phil and, and Stewie. Both of them have been working their tails off. They take it very seriously. Um, you know, and I've gotten on each of them at different times, and uh, they've responded. They've really worked hard, and they've, prepared, they've gotten these guys prepared. Second period, a 3-1 game uh, uh, going, coming out of the locker room. Uh, of course, if UMass is able to pick one up, and they're right back in it. You guys responded with an early goal and then a couple more later to uh, put it out of reach. Yeah, you know, I thought that was that was one of the plays of the game. You know, we went up on the power play, and we went in after the first period, 3-1. to one, And, and uh, you know, it's great to see hard work rewarded. So Jeff Aleka beats the icing down the down the sheet, gets the puck, and then, then ends up scoring the goal. Um very apropos, very deserved, and uh, definitely worthy of uh, player of the game. In, in my point, in my in my view, it was very uh, selfless, and and um, so that was I thought that was a huge goal for us. Yeah, we we had uh, the warrior of the game tonight. We had Adam Ross with a goal and two. I mean, uh, an opportunity to recognize him with I think on a, had to have been a career night for him in points, but. A lot of what he does, I mean, I don't know how many times we can say it and reiterate it over and over again, a lot of what he does doesn't show up on the score sheet, and it's only the people who come and watch his team night in and night out who know how valuable he is. I agree. No, I, I, I agree wholeheartedly. Um, he, you know, he's he could be warrior of the game every night. You know, guys like him and Stalls and, and uh, you know, I thought John Jamison did a good job. He hasn't played in a long time, and he made a back check in the third period to make it a three-on-two instead of a three-on-one. And, uh, you know, and then, hey, how about Sam Murata? You know, I'm not going to jinx him. He's he's playing well. He's playing well. So um, it's nice to be able to give Joe some minutes off, get his leg, keep his legs fresh, keep his head in it. Um, at the end of the day, we all know that, that as you get closer and closer to the playoffs, uh, games get tighter and tighter. So, um, you know, we know this. it's not going to be like this all the time. you got to almost enjoy it when, when you can. Let's see. Uh, Chris Barton had four assists last night. He had two and three tonight, nine points in the last two games. Not a bad weekend. No. Um, no, it's not. And, again, I think he's been really been playing good hockey. He really has. Um, he's been intelligent. He's been really hardworking, good, good with his stick. 
Um, you know, it's so it's nice to see him award a great pass to uh, was it Jesse or Cooch for the I think it might have been Cooch one of the goals. It was a great pass across. Um, you know, so it's almost like he's reached the hundred mark and figured why well, stop there. Uh, we, we talked before the game or early in the game about the fact that uh, oddly enough, as as much as the defense seems to be involved in the offense in, in terms of uh, power play and puck movement and so on, you kind of you, you look at the line chart and you see that well, you know, Stowery's got the five goals and, and Haywood had his first goal, and you had four guys, believe it or not, in the lineup tonight who's still looking for their first goal. Well, three of them got it tonight. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it was nice to see Brent, Brennan Ellis get off the snide and Adam Ross and. And phrase, um, very under, we've got a lot of of, of underrated players, um, and that's okay. I mean, I think I think that's something for us to embrace. Um, at the end of the day, it was two huge points, and and we we took care of business. Did you use later in the game with the uh, the, the score at that point uh, an opportunity to get some other guys time on the penalty kill and on the power play? We saw the unit with uh, Kyle Bigos up there uh, in front of the goaltender. I mean, is that something we might see more of in the future, or was that something that you just pulled out at this point in the game to see how it would work? Well, with Mikey Collins out of the lineup, we had to uh, we had to move our power plays around a little bit, and we were toying with with putting Bigs in front. I mean, he's a, he's just he, he draws so much attention. Right. You know, and and I actually we hadn't practiced. I actually liked how it looked today. So, um, but yeah, you you try to get guys more ice time. I, I don't think Rhett Bly was complaining. His line played quite a bit throughout the game. So um, it's it. We talk about it being an advantage for us uh, having that type of depth. Um, you know, when when you can take some minutes away from from some guys that get a lot of minutes on on a regular basis. You know, I think that's a good thing. I wanted to ask you about Reply. You mentioned, uh, you know, another guy who played so well, even though he didn't get on the score sheet. It seems like every time there's a play up ice where somebody gets up there to prevent an icing, he's the guy. He's he's just a real smart hockey player, and right now his role is a little bit different. He's a two-way guy for us right now, and he's been taking face-offs, some key face-offs for us, and doing a good job with it. And um, you know, as he gets becomes more responsible, and as he comes gets more comfortable, you can see some of that offensive. Um, those instincts. I mean, nice play comes to the middle of the ice at one time, putting it through a guy's skates. You know, um, at the end of the day, his main role, hey, you know, be a be a plus player. But um, no, he's got some gifts. Did you have a chance to talk to Toot after the game? I know you've been on the other end of games like this, and it's not fun either way. A little bit, you know, a little bit. It's it's hard. I mean, I've said this numerous times tonight, and I mean it. There's no one in hockey that I have more respect for. So, um, you know, I he, the pucks were going in, you know. We kept playing hard, and I know he was. I know he doesn't have a problem with that. Um, you know, you, you throw stuff over the boards, and and you know you, you're trying to keep. You don't want guys to be tired, you know, and and so you, you're trying to get everybody some ice. You know, you're trying to limit some of the other guys that that get a lot of ice. But the pucks were just going in today, and uh, you know, so we we it was a brief conversation. Uh, next week, UNH on the docket. Uh, pretty big weekend, uh, home and home with them. Uh, can you look ahead to them and, and what you'll do this week to prepare for them? Um, you know, we've got to get back to the drawing board and take a look at what they do. It's, it's going to be about us at the end of the day. But, um, you know, they, they're playing as well as anybody in the country. You know, they're just racking up the points. And to sweep Maine at home, is that's pretty prolific. Um, you know, I, I know they've got a pretty good first line. <laughs> You know, and I know uh, their goaltender's making some big saves for him when he needs to. I think Blake Kessel might be one of the best offensive defensemen in the 
in the country. He's got great offensive instincts, and, and uh, so we got our work cut out for us for sure. We've got a lot of work cut out for us. Take a couple of days off, gather ourselves, and get back to work. I know our guys are looking forward to that. You guys are both going to come in, uh, UNH and Merrimack, with the identical record of 17-5-4. and four. Uh, the thing, a lot of things about your club this season is obviously I've obviously been pretty impressive. But at this point of the year, I got to say that 26 games into the season and you've only lost five games, that that might be the most impressive. Well, we still haven't done anything yet. You know, we got to keep reminding ourselves um, we haven't won anything. We've won 17 games, which is you know kudos. But um, you know, we're we're, we're looking for home ice. Um, we want to get to the garden. You know, we think we're good enough to do a lot of nice things. And what we're doing right now is putting ourselves in position to do that. Actually, let me ask you one more question. And the 17th win tonight, it, it is historic. It's the most wins in the program's history since moving to Hockey East in 1989. I know you have a lot. There's a lot more that you want to accomplish and a lot of goals ahead of you. But uh, can you reflect maybe for a minute on, on what that means, that accomplishment at this point? Um, again, it's, you know, I was actually thinking the other day, like, this is this is a great group of guys we're around, you know, and I think what we're, we're the mode we're in right now is we just want to keep playing, just keep playing, keep these guys together, you know, um, you know I'll be old and gray and we'll be bringing these guys back to induct them into the Hall of Fame or whatever, and and, and I can reflect on it then, you know, right now it's it's I'm having too much fun. Let's just keep going. All right, thanks, Mark. Congratulations. We'll see you next week against UNH. Thanks, Mark.